Hi, I'm Kelsey Burley, and I'm an IVF warrior and infertility advocate, using my platform to spread awareness about infertility. And I'm Elizabeth King. I'm a certified fertility coach, life coach, bereavement doula, and new parent educator. I'm here to support and serve the tribe throughout their journey from conception to bring your new baby home and everything along the way. Welcome to the Pretty Little Tribe podcast. Where we talk about the dreams and dilemmas of life, fertility, motherhood, and everything in between. We hope you enjoy this episode. Please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Hello, and welcome back to the Pretty Little Tribe. Today, we're bringing on Dr. Sheila Campbell. She's a certified acupuncturist, herbologist, and doctor of Chinese medicine. So I welcome you, Sheila, and I will let you further introduce yourself. Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me. Um, Thanks for the warm welcome. I, like you said, I am a doctor of Chinese medicine and acupuncture, and that's my licensing and certification. And I would also just say I'm an avid student of the sacred arts. And I've worked with over 60 different nations, chiefs and elders and sat in a lot of different ceremonies. And I continue to just go out into the world and learn from anybody that has anything to teach, because I'm one of those people where it's like, I I try not to get stuck in a theory. I try and learn as much as I can so I can point my clients in the right direction based on however they're presenting. So sometimes Western medicine's the best, sometimes Eastern medicine's the best, sometimes going and meeting an elder in Peru is the best. Mm -hmm. So it's like just learning on like what's going on with this person and how can I facilitate whatever it is that they need to guide them in the right direction in life. Great. Thank you for that introduction. And so most of our audience are trying to conceive. So can you lead us through kind of the process of some things that you work through with somebody who's trying to get pregnant, whether that's naturally or like Kelsey through IVF? Yeah. So one of the things, uh, so in Chinese medicine is so much of Chinese medicine is balancing. It's learn it's balancing the body, removing blockages. Um, I've worked at this point in my career, I've worked with thousands of patients and I've like m- every single woman that's come to me trying to get pregnant. I've gotten pregnant. I've helped get, pre- I've not gotten them pregnant, but I've helped get them pregnant. And, um, what we, you and I were talking about Elizabeth before I came on was just like how, what could I talk about today that might be different than what other people are bringing into your guys's onto your table, onto the show. And I think that one of the things that I really focus on with my clients is the concept of cord cutting. And some people are like, Oh, well, I'm in a relationship and I don't like, I mean, even some of my clients that I've worked with, they're in a relationship with their partner and the cord cutting ritual that we do is the key, the magical key. Like I've had, um, and Christina Anstead, she, or Christina um, Hack, she has a show called Christina on the Coast, and she also has a TV show, Flip or Flop. And we did one cord cutting ritual on her, and that was the, like, then she had her next son. And this is, like, public information. I would never talk about my clients that isn't public. Um, but people ended up talking about it and Yahoo and some other um, networks. And then she actually hosted me on her show, Christina on the Coast, talking about acupuncture and talking about ritual and how ritual can really influence our life. And so when we are in partnership or relationship and we move on to the next relationship, 
sometimes we have energy that's stuck with that other person. And so when you're dealing with the womb and you're like sexuality and also just the womb space is such a sacred nurturing environment. And to actually grow a life in, in the womb is you have to bring in someone else's energy. So it's the way that I like to think about it is if you, if I were to, if you guys were to move in today and you would bring all of your stuff and I have all of my stuff in here and like my office is full, there's no space. And so what we have to do is we have to create the energetic space for the new energy that you're trying to bring in. So if you have like, if, and a lot of people, like when they're in their second marriage or they're in their like 10th relationship and now they're trying to get pregnant, they've allowed a lot of energy into the womb space. And so a cord cutting and going through the rituals is actually disconnecting from all the people that you have been connected to in your life. And I even personally, like I just, I was in an open relationship for years and I just went through a major cord cutting ritual and it looked like I had a miscarriage. Like what came out of my body actually physically looked like a miscarriage. And I have a lot of doctor friends in Western medicine and in Eastern medicine. And I'm like, look at what came out of my body. Like I was so proud of myself for my cord cutting ritual because so many people, you know, like you, like it looks like cancer cells or it look, and this is like, this is cord cutting theory. This isn't like in like, cause I'm going to talk about different theories. I'll talk about Western theory, Eastern theory, and like the energetics of cord cutting. And so when we're dealing with cord cutting, it's like when cells are in there and you're inviting another, someone else's cell and you have their cells actually physically without, if you're having sex without a condom, you get their cells in your body. And so you have to kick their cells out of your body. And even when we're studying Western medicine and Western science, they found that women with Alzheimer's, they have found their husbands and their children's actual cells in the brain, in the brain. And so when we're looking at that, like, how did that get there? And what we have to assume is that when we're having sex with people and we like the ejaculation process, and when we have people like actually come inside of us, they are coming inside of us, that their energy is coming inside of us. And so when we're doing cord cutting rituals, it's just really getting all of the deeper lessons and then literally commanding and conducting your energetic space of like, nobody's allowed in here anymore. Like this is a space for any, when I talk about nesting, it's like, you think about like what birds do, like birds are creating this beautiful environment for their child. And so before you even get pregnant, you start creating the energy that you want, like yummy, nurturing, nourishing, start eating really warm foods. Like think about like, just like a, like a cosmic hug from the universe, like in your environment. And so a lot of people, what we're working with when, especially when there's a longer process of women that have been trying to get pregnant and they're getting frustrated. And it's just like, why isn't this happening yet? And then they bring in almost like an aggressive energy to their lover. And then people will fight back and forth. Like I've had clients, um, like with their partners say really terrible things to them while they're trying to get pregnant. And I'm like, how do you think that you're going to create a new life? Cause if you want to think about it, like a garden, you know, where it's like, how are you going to create a new life when you're bashing the soil? And so you want to be like creating the environment to be warm and fuzzy and like a space where a soul wants to enter into, you know, like if you're fighting all the time and you're fighting about the process, like it needs to come back into the lovemaking process and like it be like an extension of your guys's energy growing. Like I think about it like a flower, you know, where it's like we have the soil and we plant it and we're watering it. So you want to think about watering the energy of the relationship before you're like, before the baby's even here, it's like, you're growing your relationship 
And it's not just like, oh, I want a baby and it's going to happen yesterday. It's like, no, we're growing our love. We're growing our relationship. We're extending our energy into something else. Does that make sense? Totally. I love that analogy too. Cause I think we get carried away with all like just focusing, focusing on all the stressful points and not really embracing like, okay, this is actually a beautiful time. We're going to bring a baby into this world or, you know, and the stress and anxiety takes over. So I love that analogy of just making that space, like, you know, beautiful and positive and stuff like that. So yeah, I love that. Yeah. And that's the other thing too, is it's like when you have like, cause I teach a lot of sacred sexuality. And so it's like understanding the channels and the meridians of the body and where are you moving energy in the body? Like what, what's going on and how are you moving it? Where it's like, when you're wanting to create a life and you have a bunch of anxiety on board, like, it's like, how is anything? And like, it's like, your body is already in overload. Your body is like, I'm not safe. I'm not safe. I'm not safe. So if your body doesn't feel safe and you feel like anxious all the time, your body isn't going to want to take something and grow it because that's an extra thing. And that's even like an immune system response where it's like the body will abort when it's, it's not feeling safe for whatever reason, or something's wrong with a child. Like the way that we look at it in Chinese medicine is it's like the uterus has this lifting energy. And when you're not feeling safe, it just, it's, it's going to drop it. And if you think about like, if you're in a fire, you know, and you're carrying a 10 pack pound and you're running down the hill because there's a fire, you're going to drop the 10 pounds. You're going to be like, I'm getting rid of all of this baggage right now because I need to get myself safe. So that's where acupuncture comes in really beautifully because it's, it's helping you relax the nervous system. It's helping you feel at calm and at ease. And that's like the whole balancing, like we're trying to get the body as balanced as possible. And then also just removing any blockages. Like I've had women, I had one woman I treated that she, um, she had been in a relationship like 10 years prior and she was having really deep issues. And when I like started researching of like, what exact, what was exactly what happened when these issues started? And she had a fiance that cheated on her and with her best friend the night before the wedding. And then boom, all these issues start. So I actually had to treat her heart. Like I had to treat the heart block with the betrayal. And then she was able to open up into her partner. So it's like, when we start really investigating, like, okay, what's, what's going, let's, what's really going on underneath all of these other layers. Sometimes we find things that you would have never thought we were going to find. Right. So to everybody who's listening, that's going through an IVF process. So like, let's use Kelsey as an example, Kelsey, I hope you don't mind, but her tubes are blocked. So she knows that there's, you know, naturally that's not going to happen for her. Um, what do you suggest for her knowing that she already has these embryos that are going to be implanted? She's actually getting ready to have a transfer coming up Mm -hmm. soon. So does the cord cutting, do you still do cord cutting and things like that with somebody who's not conceiving naturally? Yeah. How does that work? Yeah. Cause it's like, why did the tubes get blocked? You know, like we have to ask that question, like what, what was going on and why did the body manifest those symptoms? Like, is it ancestral? Is it, you were in a relationship where you just like, or did you have a program that you told yourself? Like I've had some women that have like told themselves over and over, like, I'm never going to be a good mom. I'm never going to be a mom. I'm never going to be a mom. And then boom, they're a mom. And then they're like having these self-affirming prophecies. So then it's like, we have to look at the programming of like exactly what was going on, but it's like, in terms of like cord cutting, it's, I still think I am a firm believer in always being sovereign with our energy and making sure that we know exactly where our energy is going. So with you, um, Kelsey, like 
if you have like any relationships that you've been tied into, or you, you kind of think about your ex exes, like just sporadically, I would do like a, like a gentle cord cutting, but it, it wouldn't be like this crazy ritual. Like you're with a narcissistic sociopath and I'm like having to like, we're having to really untangle all the ways that you've been spun. Cause right. that's like one aspect of what I deal with, with women where it's like, they've been spun so many times in circles from dating a nurse, like a narcissistic type of person where they've been gaslit and like, they don't know what's up versus down. Like that's when a real cord cutting ritual is super beneficial is like when that was your past and now you're in a really safe environment and you're in a safe relationship. So how do we make your body feel like it's safe? That would be like one aspect of it. But for you, Kelsey, I would really focus on like the energetics of you already have the baby here. And so like preparing your home, preparing your body, like if you choose to breastfeed, like imagining yourself breastfeed, imagining yourself, like doing a lot of like kind of mental training, you know, where it's like you, you already have the baby here and like, let's get your body on board that the baby's already here. And you can do that by a lot of different exercises and even like professional athletes will lay in bed at night shooting you know what I mean and it's like it's been proven that that enhances the game and so what we want to do is we want to take that technology and apply it to motherhood something really interesting too that I want to share and it's more like cutting the cord metaphorically but I was a caretaker for my grandma and she was in her 90s and um I just knew it was too stressful it was just like not a good environment for me like while I was trying to conceive and I was just going into an embryo transfer and I was like god this is just like so hard on my body, my mental health, like it was so much. And I just, I, I, it was so hard for me because she wanted me to take care of her, but I was like, I have to step back from this and focus on myself and my, like the energy that I'm providing going into this transfer. And actually I did my transfer not too long later and I got pregnant. Um, it resulted in miscarriage, but it's still like, I got farther than I'd ever gotten. And I think like, it truly did help, like, you know, like kind of stepping away from that stressful environment. That is a cord cut though. So yeah, that, okay, okay. What we're trying to do is we're trying to look at all the ways that your energy is leaking and all the ways that we need to, because so much gestation is really like, like in so many cultures, it's like, it's such a sacred time of retracting. And in our culture, it's like women are pushed and go and go. And when you take care of your grandmother, it's the same energy as taking care of a baby. Like you're nurturing and you're providing that support and whether we're conscious of it or not that energy is leaking out of our breasts like it's like you're nurturing somebody and it's like you didn't have space for both of them you know Mm -hmm. and so that and that's what you were feeling you're like I can't do this it's stressful it's you know it's all these things because it's like how are you going to grow an entire new life when your energy can not handle what's happening right here. And so that's what we're looking at dealing with when we're looking at cord cutting it's, and it can be from family members. It can be from toxic work environments. It can be from family members. It can be from ex lovers. Like the list goes on and on. So interesting. And I think so helpful. So for people who are not able to work with you directly, Dr. Campbell, how would you suggest they go about doing that? Like, what does that look like if you're kind of trying to do it on your own? I would say like draw a map of every, like think about it like a budget, you know, like you have your financial budget and you have your rent that costs this much and you have your groceries that cost this much. You have a car insurance that costs this much. And you want to look at like your energy, like you want to draw, say like you in a circle and then draw every single thing that gets your energy for the day and then for the week and then for the month. And then you want to think like, okay, what brings me stress? 
what is like, what do I feel like what I say is just like, it just feels like I can't even handle it, you know? So you're looking at like, where are you spending all of your energy and think about it like an energy bank. Like I have, you know, in that moment, Kelsey, with your grandmother, how much time were you spending with your grandmother? Like how much energy was, was that commanding out of you? And then you kind of look at it like tax, you know, where it's like, that is like 80% of my energy is going towards that. And like, I have all this other thing that I want. And when you're wanting to create a baby and you're wanting to create a new life, like, I think that it needs to be sacred and fun and exciting and like make sex a practice and like massage and anointing and just like have fun with it. Like you're like creating a new life, like, and not be so like stressful about it. And Kelsey, for you, when it's like in vitro, I would still say, do the sexual practices with your partner, you know, mm -hmm. and like have sex all the time and just be like, we're bringing in a new life and we're growing our love and we're growing our energy, even if it's in vitro, you know, where it's like, you're still connecting to his energy like that. And you're still like love making the entire environment. And then you have to like, but the cord cutting aspect of it, you want to start thinking about getting rid of the things that bring you too much stress. And if you can't get rid of it, then how do you manage the stress differently? Like, how do you not let it in your shoulders? Like, how do you have a breathwork practice or a meditation practice or getting massage, getting acupuncture? Those are, those acupuncture and massage are so good for stress. So it's like, if you have all your energy and it's like, you're like, I can't really cut anything out then we would go into stress management where we're like, how do you not take all the stress that you're receiving from your environment and bringing it into your body? Because so many women, like they just carry it in their shoulders. Like it's like, they're just carrying around a ton of bricks. And so it's like, how do we take the bricks out of your back and create the most yummy environment where like any soul would want to jump in there? Like where they're just like, sign me up. Like that's the body I want, you know? Yeah, totally. As I mentioned, Kelsey's transfer is coming up. So like, I get so excited to, to just think about that little one coming into her, her being and those souls connecting. It's just, yeah. So when I love doing like offerings too to souls, cause I really believe that there's so many souls that want a home in the body, you know, and they want to come to earth and they want to be here. And so I think about just like praying to the soul and like sending, like, I like to like some of my girls, I'll have them make like offerings to the ocean and just like give like offering to life, you know, where it's whether you bring flowers to the ocean or like, and you really think about like, what are you going to be like as a mother? And you just, you just tell the souls that are out there, you know, like, I can't wait for you to be in my body. I'm so excited to be your mother. Um, and start like really thinking about like, what kind of relationship are you going to have and start developing that cord, you know, where it's like, you have this relationship, this super sacred, yummy relationship with this being that's going to be housed in your body. And you start like offering them incense or like, I like to do the Copal. I love working with Copal. And so like every day you wake up and you're like, you're making the offering to them. And I had one client actually that's so crazy. They were having trouble getting pregnant and they ended up, they were talking to one of their friends who's not deep or spiritual at all and how they're having trouble. And they ended up doing a little bit of mushrooms and the guy ended up in a chant like this. And he's like, bah, 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 bah. And they're like, for four hours, this guy's oh in a chant. And remember, he's not deep or spiritual at all. Yeah. And they're like, what are you saying? Like they are, they're thinking like, <laughs> he's lost his mind. And he's like, baby. And he like throws it at her and she feels a jolt in her body. 
and she got pregnant like oh, within that God. week. And so, and he's not deep or spiritual at all. And to this day, he's like, that was so weird. <laughs> like, oh like, but it's like when you're in an environment and it's like, you're, you're like doing the work, you know, it just, the energy moves through you. And that's what we have to think about it is like, we're conduits in the universe and energy is moving through us. And so how do we get this energy that we're trying to create to move through our body? That's good. And to be open to that energy, you know, I, I always sit with my palms open and I'm like, okay, I want to receive, you know, whatever you want to give me, like, you know, kind of like welcoming a baby. Basically. I just feel like I'm like, okay, I'm receiving any love, anything that you want to give me from the universe. I always kind of sit with my palms open and I do that. So yeah. So the, the next part would be like, okay, so you've gotten pregnant. The next part would be like, if you have, my mom has had 16 miscarriages and six wow. children. Wow. She's, She's a little loud. Um, <laughs> but I mean, she had a lot of um, assault when she was younger and she, like, she, like her first sexual experiences were assault. And so it's like, she had to learn how to, you know, create the environment. And then also like just in Chinese medicine, it's lifting. So it's like when we have those different assaults that happen, like if my mom would have worked with someone like me, I would have cord cut every person that had assaulted her and like ripped that energy out of her. And I mean, even as I've gotten like so much deeper into the work that I do, my mom has gotten stronger in her sexual practice because I'm teaching her all these different techniques where it's like not leaking your energy. So you're pregnant, you have issues, not issues, but like the, like the, the energetics of miscarriage happens, then it's going to be lifting the uterus. So how do you like every day and in Chinese medicine, there's this point called do 20 at the top of the head and it lifts the energetics of the uterus up. So how do you use that in your practice, you know, in your daily practice where it's like, it's almost like, you know, there's, um, are they herons, you know, like in the old movies, like Dumbo, where it's like the bird holds the, the nest. Oh, you know oh yeah. Um, so it's like, what is it? What bird Stork. is that? A stork. A stork. So you yeah. want to think about being a stork, you know, where it's like you, you have the, the net and it's lifting up. And so that would be the energetics that we would be working with, where it's like a lot of women, they don't under, they don't even know, but they're leaking their energy all the time. And it's leaking through the uterus and through the ren and the do channels. And it's just, it's just leaking. So how do we get that energy to lift and carry? Does that make sense? No, totally. Yeah. And how do you know that you're leaking energy? How would somebody know that that's happening? I would, it's, it's the art of listening to your body, you know, where it's like when you start getting acupuncture all the time and if pe for people, cause it's like, I'm sure there's people all, all over the United States, if not the world listening in, um, acupuncture is amazing because you start feeling the energetics of your body. But I would say, just start paying attention. Like, start, like, it's like, start paying attention. Like if you like to the energy of your body and to your muscles. And it's like, one of the things that I've seen a lot of women do that are leaking energy is they sit and their legs are open and it's just like flop, you know, where it's like, there's like, uh, like that kind of energy. And it's like, how do you carry yourself and, and like be graceful and think about yourself as like, like a ballerina almost where it's like, you're aware of every single muscle articulation that you have. And then another thing that I've seen is women will take their pelvis. Like if a, an attractive man comes in the room, they'll unconsciously take their pelvis and they'll tilt it towards him. And so uh. it's like, and it's seriously, it's science, you guys it's, I've had so much fun just then. like even working with clients, like I'll take clients out and I'll just watch them 
Like I'll just, or I'll go to an event with them and I'll just watch them. I'm like, lift your energy, lift your energy, lift your energy. Because it's like, you're just leaking all the time where it's like you, you will still get the hot guy. If you're supposed to get the hot guy without courting him with your leaky vagina energy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like, and honestly, it, when you carry the energy differently, when you learn how to carry your energy, where in the United States, we're not taught this, but in other cultures with like more Tai Chi backgrounds or yogic philosophy, it's like, you do not waste your chi. And we got to start thinking about that, where it's like, is this worthy of my energy? And even leaking your energy where it's like getting in a fight with somebody that you don't even know on the freaking freeway, is that worthy of your energy? No, like you're leaking, like don't leak. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yeah, I love that. an interesting way to think about it. What? It's such an interesting way to think about it, you know? Yeah. I just paying attention. That would be, that would be my recommendation for all the women listening, pay close attention to how your energy is moving. And so you could do that by paying attention to your muscles and your body, paying attention to your breath. Like when you're holding your breath, because when you're wanting new life or you're wanting to carry new life, you are conducting the whole entire space, not just for you now, for another person, for another being. Mm -hmm. And so you want to think about yourself as like a mama bear already, where it's like, no, this is my energy. This is my chi. This is my body. And we're safe. I've got this. I want to talk about acupuncture a lot because a lot of girls in our community that are trying to conceive are like, does it help? Does it not? And actually that one time that I did fall pregnant, I was doing it religiously yeah. and they're like, oh, you know, I've heard like, you know, your chances are better. And I, I don't know how much that's true, but I felt so in tune with my body when doing it. And I'm like, I don't know if it's going to help like create blood flow to my uterus. Cause that's what they say it helps with, it but I do. Okay. It does. I was like, I feel better overall as a person. And I feel better mentally going into whatever I'm going into a transfer, egg retrieval, whatever, um, just mentally. So I'm like, that's why I'm going to continue doing it. So I don't know if it's going to miraculously unblock my tubes, but I think that it's helping overall with whatever I'm doing at the time. So can you talk a little bit about acupuncture and just, I guess, like being in that kind of moment? Yeah. Where I always, it's funny because I, like I said, in the beginning, I've studied with different elders from all over the world at this point, from Japan to Peru to Ecuador, Canada, like I've really spent my life studying. And what I would say about the United States is, and one of my teachers actually is the one that said this and she's special, like she's very good at women's health. Um, she says, America are the tweens of the world. They think that they know everything and they think they're always right. <laughs> and I could not agree with that statement more. I think that not, I think I know, and if you Google acupuncture right now, it'll say folklore medicine and just like, there's no st like statistics that prove it. But if you know Chinese medicine, there's 2000, over 2000 years of case studies that have proven it works. It just cannot be studied in a Western context. If you come in and you see me and you have this, you'd both have the same symptoms, exactly the same symptoms. I would treat you both differently because you both, you might have the same exact symptoms to the T, but when I read your pulse and I start feeling your channels, you have two completely different channels that are blocked. Just like what I said earlier, where this woman came in and her heart was blocked and because she had heartache and it had nothing to do with her uterus was being affected because she literally, that day she severed that connection. And so then her uterus is connected because her, the blood flow isn't moving properly because her heart literally just shattered in that moment that she found out her best friend was cheating 
like the day before her wedding, which who wouldn't, you know what I mean? So it's just like that kind of stuff isn't looked at in Western medicine. Western medicine doesn't go into the history and figure out like, where did the fissure or the crack happen in your field? So that would be one layer of it where it's just like opening your mind and expanding your mind that there is a very ancient medicine that is that we have available over here because people are like figuring out how important it is and we're starting to be activists for it. So that would be one layer of it. The second layer is absolutely when there's any type of blockage, like, like in Chinese medicine, and it doesn't mean that it's for sure going to unblock you, but it's chi or blood. So you have like blood stagnation. And even for myself, like I had polycystic ovarian syndrome and I had several doctors or two doctors want to burn holes in my ovaries to rupture the cyst. And I was 19. So it was like, no. And I didn't know what I was going to do, but online, if you research it, it's like polycystic ovarian syndrome isn't curable. And I can't say that as a doctor, I can't say that I cure it because it's like, there's legalities with that. But as a patient, I will say I was cured of polycystic ovarian syndrome with Chinese medicine before I was a doctor. And so, and just moving the blood stagnation, I got cups done every day. I've had, um, nodules in my thyroid removed with herbs and these herbs are potent and they're strong. And so, yes, there are ways that you can conceive with acupuncture and yes, Sometimes you absolutely need in vitro and we are so grateful that in vitro is here. And I think that in those cases, in any case at all, acupuncture and Chinese medicine has so much to offer the body with relaxing, with getting the mind clear, with like actually enjoying this process. Even if you have to go through in vitro and you have miscarriages, it's amazing at supporting the emotional body and just like not like it like and lifting your spirit back up because when you go through these things and you have miscarriages it's devastating and it's so emotionally taxing and i would say that acupuncture really can bring hope and joy back into the body and move the grieving process that so many women go through when they do lose a baby along you know where it's like you you come back a little bit stronger and a little bit faster and you're able to go down the journey and the rabbit hole again because some of this is such a process. And so I think that for those of you listening, acupuncture can be so good at just all around supporting your body in whatever direction that you need to take, because sometimes acupuncture does work. And sometimes Western medicine is the absolute best for you. And sometimes you might need to just chill out and like go on a freaking Zen retreat. You know what I mean? Cause you're just a little neurotic. <laughs> Trying to have a baby will sometimes make you that way. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm like, um, can you just like bring it down 10 octaves? Like I wouldn't want to have sex with you right now. <laughs> like this is intense. You know what I mean? And so it's like, how do you relax yourself and come into the lovemaking process? And that's the other part that I would say, like, and I can't say it enough, even if you're doing in vitro and even if the, the baby's getting implanted in you, the lovemaking is still so important like so important and just like, and really like, even though it's happening that way, like your energy, you want to continue to mix with your lover, your partner, your husband, um, the same as if you were actually creating it with the semen yourself, you know? Now is everyone different? Um, or is there like a certain amount, like once a week that you recommend doing acupuncture? Like that's good for the body. Like, what do you think? everyone's different. I mean, I've had women that I've seen and I've done like one session on and that's like, all okay. she did, you know, but then there's women that are more complicated and they should like, I mean, especially like if you're having like anxiety or your stress management and stuff, 
um, I would definitely recommend doing weekly and even like going through pregnancy, getting it, especially if you're stressed or you have like a history of um, having miscarriages, I would recommend getting it either weekly or every other week. And I know this is something Elizabeth is really into, but um, do you believe in like the whole feng shui thing? And like, do you, yeah, yeah, can you, is there anything that you recommend or? Um, Yeah. So if you're going there, I mean, there's so many different layers to feng shui, but I would like, you always want to think about closed energy. Like it's a a cocoon. So you want to think about like closed containers, like not like super, like even if your space is open, you want to think about creating the nest for the baby think about like a bird like if you birds literally create that little nest and then they like put all the sticks and if you look at it it's so scientific like it's like every single stick is proper and it's like bunched up that's kind of the way that you want to think about the baby's energy like having the, the energetics of the baby there like think about the little cocoon that you're creating and even like start creating it even if you don't want to like have a whole room taken over let like allow a whole corner to be taken over that's already the baby's energy and like stuff for the baby does that make sense no totally because actually this room that I'm in right now I made an office but it was always going to be our nursery eventually and I'm like I feel bad putting all this stuff in here because I'm like I feel like I need to just like protect this space for when we're ready to bring the baby in you know and not make it a workplace right now so I totally feel like I'm like I feel guilty because I'm like when I'm in here I'm like this should be my space for the baby you know well you can do it in a corner for now like you can Uh just like I always okay so I have an altar I'm not in a relationship where I'm gonna have a baby yet but I've had an altar for my my child for like seven years and I'm not ready yet. Like, it's like, I'm, I, I feel myself getting ready. Like even everyone that I want to hang out with these days, I have babies, but I've had an altar and I offer my child, like I offer, I make offerings for my child still, you know, and I'm always pray- and I feel her It's a girl and I feel her all the time. And I'm like, I love you. Can't wait to have you, but like, I need to find the right guy, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, you can do like, it's like, that's already like, it's, and I have this like really beautiful, like angelic painting with a pregnant woman and people come in sometimes like especially when I'm first like dating guys are like what is that like uh-huh. oh that's an offering to my future children uh-huh. <laughs> like, no pressure. Like, huh? <laughs> yeah Elizabeth gets it like because she's like yes I would probably do the same thing yeah. but it's like you can have it just in a corner and it can be super subtle um or you can make it like the whole shebang but I would say if you're if you're utilizing that space I would just do it in a corner and I'd make it subtle the other thing like if you're going feng shui like proper you don't want your bed like facing toward the door or a window. Like you want to have it closed energy. Um, Cause you don't want it like in, even in Chinese medicine, like more ancient, like when you're digging through the ancient texts, it's the same thing. Cause you don't want your energy leaking. You want to have a closed container. So against like a wall, especially as you're sleeping cause your energy really opens up. Um, and then I would say the other part would like energetic and feng shui is like when the morning, when you wake up, let fresh air move through the whole apartment or the house. So it's like, open the doors, open the windows, let all of your stress vent and then close it back down. I always do that. Actually, I always open a window. I don't know why. I just like, I need that. You're you're into energy, whether you know it or not. (laughs) You're like, um, I need to get all this stuff out that I just released over the night. Mm -hmm. And I actually feel like physically claustrophobic sometimes where I'm like, I need that like fresh air and energy. I feel like coming through. I don't know. 
So I totally With science, like energy is neither created nor destroyed. It's transferred. And so when you are releasing energy out of the body, which the body does all the time, we feel emotions or we feel other people's emotions. And in Chinese medicine, we pick up those energies through the channels and the collaterals. And then you're, or like, if you're feeling angry and you're like, like you're getting that energy out of your body, like it's, it's literally in the body and you're venting it out. And so it has to go somewhere. Otherwise it like stagnates in the house. And that's when we feel like I have to open a door or it's not always because of the temperature. It's sometimes because it literally, there's a density in the air. And when we open the door or we light candles, then it moves that energy out. Like fire transforms it and opening the door, it just, it releases the pressure that we've built in the house. Amen to that. I mean, I, I get it. I'm, I, as Kelsey mentioned, I'm such an energetic person. All, all of our beds are in a certain place. <laughs> like every, every room color is a certain color based on feng shui and everything like that. So yeah, I'm the first one to, to subscribe to that. So Dr. Campbell, is there anything, I mean, thank you for opening our minds and our hearts to something new. I think for this is really helpful information for a lot of people. So I appreciate just that openness to share that. Um, but how do we, how does everyone find you? Where, where's the best place to, for them to get more information and to work with you? Yeah. So thank you for that. Um, um, if somebody wants to reach out info at nuchi.us, that's N-U-C-H-I.us. And then on Instagram, it's Dr. Sheila Marie Campbell. And then I also have my company, Nucci.us on Instagram as well. And then um, the website, www.nucci.us. And then I have um, Sheila Marie Campbell also. I actually am getting away from taking patients, um, which is, it's like, it's kind of like such a process, but I'm getting away from taking patients. I definitely that like if somebody gets referred in through the process, um, I'm getting more into doing stuff like this and education. So I would say the best probably would be, be to find your local acupuncturist. Um, and if you have specifics on cord cutting or if you know that you need cord cutting, then reach out to my team. And I definitely, I have space for my very specific specialties, you know, like cord cutting is something that's a specialty of mine. So if you feel that is a route, then definitely reach out to my team and we'll try and get you in on zoom and get you the rituals. I also have a class on it that I teach that you can purchase online and it's a self-study. Um, but yeah, your local acupuncturist and, and know how amazing acupuncture is and definitely have fun with the process, like have, make it be a love making and, and spend time in nature and start like nesting, like really, really thinking about the word nesting and, and how birds create their environment for their child and start thinking about that for yourself. Awesome. I love that so analogy yeah. of the nest, right? I mean, it makes total sense. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on and we would look forward to chatting you next time. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Dr. Campbell. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Pretty Little Tribe podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Pretty Little Tribe. And if you related to this episode, take a screenshot and hashtag Pretty Little Tribe because we want to see those in our DMs. So then we can share them on our story too and give you some love back. Of course, if you have a topic idea or want to be on the podcast, email us at prettylittletribe at gmail.com. 
Also, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks again for joining your tribe today. We'll see you next time.